the secret to success. Abysmal is the word I'd say, abysmal. I think I surprised everyone. Are there any shortcuts? There's gonna be two words and it's the words that people don't wanna hear. Hi, I'm Katie Schofield and I'm a permanent makeup artist and trainer. I'm obsessed with all things lips, eyeliner and eyebrows. And as well as being a supplier, speaker and educator, I wanna help you grow your business and reach permanent excellence. Welcome to the podcast. Hi and welcome to this very first Permanent Excellence podcast. So this is going to be going on my YouTube and also launched as a podcast as well and it will be slightly different from the YouTube because it's going to be a much more informal chat about all things permanent makeup, about permanent makeup business, about permanent makeup skills, but it's going to be a little bit more relaxed than the normal kind of tutorial content that I make. So if you're in our group, Permanent Excellence, you can submit any of the subjects that you wanna talk about. But today I thought we would kick off with my idea of the secret to success. How do we get to Permanent Excellence? Why did I choose the name Permanent Excellence? Because I honestly believe that as artists, that's what we all set out to do. We want to provide excellence. We wanna provide amazing work. We wanna get great results for our clients. We wanna be known as great artists. But you know what, it's a hard road, it's a tough road. And are there any shortcuts? Is there shortcuts to success? Yes, and also no. So there's gonna be two words, and it's the words that people don't wanna hear. <laughs> two words as to how I think that you become successful and how I succeeded in permanent makeup. Hard work. That's annoying because you don't see that. No one sees that. When you look at people and you think, oh, she's so great at what she does and she's doing this now, she's traveling there. They don't see the hours and hours and hours, weeks and years that go into getting to that position. Uh, they don't see the days that you would spend on latex. Um, so we can talk about, go back to when I started in permanent makeup. I'm gonna grab my cup of tea because I'm British, I'm never far from a cup of tea. So we can talk about when I started um, years ago. I was 39 when I started per, uh, training in permanent makeup. So it's quite a long time ago now, but I started quite late in life, which is so I've, I've always been an ambassador for people who are saying, oh, do you know I'm in my forties, do you think I can do it? Yeah, absolutely. Why, why wouldn't you be able to do it? And also I think that if you're a little bit later on in life, I think you've learned that you have to work hard at things. You've had to strive to get things. You've had to strive to get a house or <laughs> loads of the other things that when I was like 18, 19, you, you don't really think about. And so, yeah, but you need to put the hours in. You need to put the weeks in. So I started when I was 39 and um, I was not the most talented in my group. How many were in my group? How many were on my course? There were one, two, four of us? There were four of us, everyone was younger than me, substantially. I had a great teacher, um, Jessica. She very quickly became my best friend. Uh, we hit it off amazingly. Uh, I spoke to her this morning. Um, so I had everything that I needed really that was there. You know, I had a great teacher, I had um, great resources. Um, I trained with Deluxe Brows, who uh, the head of that is Alexandra Manusha, and she was one of the forerunners um, in permanent makeup, particularly in microblading. Uh, there weren't many people doing it when she started. So I had everything there, really. And yet, 
two of those people in that group don't do it. One never did. Um, and I certainly was not the most talented, not by a long way in that group. I was also not in great shape then. I'd had a long illness. I was not firing on all cylinders. So I kind of wanted to get the course done and then wanted time to be able to work on it because I knew that actually I wasn't producing anything particularly great at the time because I was so um, fatigued. And so I went into that course producing latexes that were abysmal is the word I'd say, abysmal. You know, not even just, oh, not great. You know, it wasn't that I was, it wasn't that I was untalented. I, I did, you know, I'd done a lot of art when I was younger, I did art at school. Um, I've always had an artistic eye, but my, my um, early work was just a case of getting it done, just getting it done. So I learned quite a lot in that um, course, but one of the things that Jess taught me was to slow down and to make everything look beautiful. I was filling out paper brows, one, two, three, four, five, right, another one, send it off, one, two, three, four, five, because I just wanted to get to the next level, unlock the next level, what next, what next, what next, I'll do that, what next. But I wasn't really spending time making that work really, really stunning. And if we're doing that on people's faces, that's what we have to do, we have to make our work absolutely stunning. So what I learned after the course was to take my time and to try and make each piece of latex absolutely perfect, the best I could do. Every eyebrow that I did, I wanted to make it the best possible eyebrow that I could do. I think I surprised everyone. I think I remember sending my work off to Jess and her going, oh, that's really good, <laughs> that's really good. And what I did was committed, oh my God, I spent hours on latex. Every spare minute was just spent Hair strokes, hair strokes, hair strokes, hair strokes. I would do hair strokes in the shower, on the um, in the steam. I would lie in bed at night and I would be tracing hair strokes um, on my bed sheets. Um, still now, if I'm on the phone and there's a pen next to me, I will be drawing eyebrows. If I'm on a Zoom call and I'm speaking to someone and I've got a pen in my hand, I will be. It's like my hand has been trained and it's never left. Um, I don't even know I'm doing it. And so that became the thing that I did, hours and hours and hours. It wasn't something that, it, that was, was gonna be in my spare time, it was gonna be any bit of time that I could, that I could throw, throw at it, and it was hours. And I got to practicing on people quicker than anyone. Like I just romped ahead of absolutely everybody in the class because I was just, I, I saw that I, knew I had to put so much work in, and that's what I did. Um, and I was the first one to pass. I've also sort of excelled past everybody else continuously because that work ethic is something that I've taken with me constantly. So a lot of the time people will say to me, what did you do at the weekend? Oh, I did a YouTube. Did you not have any time off now? Well, yeah, I had a bit of time off, but I knew that if I didn't do the YouTube, it wouldn't get done and then there would be another week gone past. So I was quite aware that to move forward in this career that something was going to have to be sacrificed and that the biggest sacrifice you have to make is time um, and I'm not sure that people understand the sheer amount of hours. I was just talking to, to Carla Ricciardo the other day, we had um, a coaching call with Carla in uh, VIPMU, my mentorship, and she was saying how many of you practiced recently for hours on latex. And a couple of people did put their hand up and she said, you know, three and four hours at a time because if your lips are gonna take you three hours, you need to have practiced three hours on latex because what do you do when your hand cramps? You can't just stop. 
What do you do when your, your technique starts to get rubbish because you've not built up that muscle memory? You need to practice for three hours at a time. And I'm not sure how many people actually do do that. I know I did. I know I did. And, and still now, if I get a chance to get on latex, I, I love it. I love, to me, that's a treat. Oh, I can just sit down, get the latex out. You've still got to keep practicing. You can't just think that you're going to get there and that's it, you're done. There is no done, it's continuous learning and that hard work needs to, um, needs to continue throughout your career of putting the hours in. And, and, and as I said, you don't see that. You don't see what goes on behind the scenes. You only see people's success. You don't see the, the, what, what it took to get them there. So if you think about it, if you were to practice for an hour a day on latex, and I'm not sure that everyone can give an hour a day, you know, 10 minutes a day would be still good. If, if, you, if you practiced for an hour a day, seven hours a week, just imagine in three months how much better you would be. Just how much better. If by the end of a year you'd be better than most people. Literally, hard work trumps talent every time. Now, I'm not suggesting that people with talent are not gonna be at an advantage, they are. But what I've seen when I'm teaching sometimes is those that are really artistically talented can be a little bit more likely to be lazy because they know the talent, oh, I can do it. It's not difficult for me to draw hair strokes. So they don't have to master it. And so, but still practicing on people is a completely different ball game, totally different ball game. You've got curvature of the head, you've got hairs, you've got blood flow, you've got lymph, you've got somebody moving. Um, it's so many other things. You cannot wing it. You are going to have to practice and you're gonna have to nail patterns on latex and skills on latex before you can go on a person because as I said, throw everything else into the mix and it's a completely different, different ball game. So hard work trumps talent every time. I have a friend who's an amazing chef, an amazing chef, one of the best restaurants in the country. I, I eat at a lot of restaurants, I like my food, and I like posh restaurants even better. And he's one of the best chefs in the country, and um, we talk regularly about this, and, and he said, you know, I'm not exceptionally talented, I just work harder than everyone else. And I was like, me too, mate, me too. I just put the hours in. Because when you put the hours in, that's when you're gonna see yourself really, really grow. So if you are struggling at the moment, if there's a struggle, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna up the time you spend on latex or learning about pigments or learning about needles? Because I tell you, if you double the time that you're already doing, you are gonna see double the improvement. And then over time, that's just gonna compound and compound and compound. So the biggest way to succeed in permanent makeup and the fastest way is to just work hard, put the hours in. Now, there can be some problems with that. What if you're working hard incorrectly? And that happens, good grief does it happen, we see it everywhere, we see work on, um, on these forums which is abysmal, uh, and people that actually shouldn't be working on, on clients. So what then? What if you've had terrible training? then you're gonna to have to seek out some better training. And I think that that is one of the problems with the permanent makeup industry. And partially, I think that can be down to trainers. Um, 
false promises. You absolutely can earn great money and have a fantastic career doing only this. If you work hard, produce great results and know how to market and, and sell yourself properly. But I do think that in this industry, there is quite a lot of falsehoods in the fact that that's gonna happen very easily and very quickly. And it probably isn't. You are gonna have to do a lot of work and a lot of work at marketing yourself as well. And if you've not had great training in the beginning, you're not gonna be able to sell those brows if they're not, or lips or liner if, if they're not great. So it's this continuous education as well. I'm training on Sunday, I'm doing a training course another pigment and color theory training course because until i know what each molecule in each pigment does then there's always there's always more i can learn always more i can learn so that's what i'm doing sunday i'm on a seven hour course and it's going to be a 30 day course a 30 day color theory course so i mean we're going down to the molecular level on this so there is always more more you can learn and always more that you should be learning if you want to keep yourself at the forefront of this industry because this industry is forever changing it's forever improving i hope <laughs> i hope um, but techniques are changing our knowledge is changing science is changing pigment is changing and so investing in yourself and investing in your education is definitely going to be one of the things that is going to keep you moving forward if you're still doing the styles using the pigments and the aftercare that we thought of 10 20 years ago we've moved on we've moved on so keeping yourself current is another way to to keep succeeding so the first one is hard work and the second one is continuous education and none of us are exempt from that none of us i also know that some of the people that are on this course with me on sunday are some of the best artists in the world <laughs> some of the best artists in the world are joining me um because again this is a newer course talking about newer pigments and our understanding of it changes all the time and so we need to be pushing forward this podcast is brought to you by vipmu my very own permanent makeup mentorship in medicine they talk about when you start learning in medicine that 25 percent of everything that you learn in your medical degree will be wrong by the time you finish it that's because our understanding of medicine and of biology and what happens in the body is continuously changing and new evidence comes up and new theories come up and and um, and it changes. I mean, they used to lock women up, didn't they? <laughs> when they called them hysterical. <laughs> we didn't know about mental health um, back then. So everything is, is continuously changing, but because we're working with biology, the same for permanent makeup, it's gonna be changing and it's gonna be advancing and our understanding is gonna be advancing. So staying curious, staying open-minded to listening to, to other people and, and other people's explanations of things, even though you've been taught one way, um, that's gonna help you. It's gonna help you understand how permanent makeup works and, and stay at the forefront, which is what we all wanna do if we wanted to, be, wanted to succeed. Hard work, continuous education. Are there any shortcuts? Yes, there are, yes. The biggest shortcut, I would say, is mentoring. Am I saying that because I'm a mentor? No. No, before I was a mentor, I still said that. I still said that because, um, because that's what mentoring had done for me. Um, when I was building my academy, having someone actually 
reach into my computer, Victoria Glam, thank you very much, <laughs> from America, and um, and literally take over my computer and help me build that thing. Um, that's the shortcut. Would I have got there? Yeah. Would it have taken me five times as long? Yes. So what you're paying for with mentorship is speed and ease. You probably have got there, but it would have taken you a lot longer and you wouldn't have had experts advice to surround you with to, to get you there quicker. So I think that one of the best things that you can invest in is mentorship. If you're not at a point where you can invest in mentorship, then just stay hungry for knowledge. Um, it's great to be looking on YouTube, it's great to be looking um, in forums, but I would say that the thing is in forums, you're gonna have many, 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 many beginners, some intermediates and some experts. You don't know who you're listening to. And a lot of the information in these in these groups is incorrect. And I know that I'm finding it hard. In my own group that I set up and in the beginning when there were just a few people, it was easier for me to stay on top of things and, and answer things. But as it grows and gets bigger, there's more people putting their opinion um, on what people need to be doing. And it's wrong. And there are only so many hours in the day that I and I'm spending them with clients and um, students and my mentorship students and uh, content creation, podcasts, YouTube, to you know to stay on top of constant comments when I'm going, that's just not right, that's just not right. And also it's not nice to be going, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. But if people take that information and go away with it, they will be doing harm to people. I'm thinking of an example where someone was saying, what am I doing wrong? And everyone's going, you're not deep enough. And it was like, you're too deep. <laughs> the trauma, that is trauma. Um, and so it was the, every single person was saying the complete wrong thing. So you need to be aware of where your education is coming from and who you're listening to. Not everything that you see. If there's something about seeing things written down that, um, that seems to bring um, authority with it, uh, not everything that you see written down is 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 going to be true um and even things when i look back at things that i said years ago i look back now and go yeah that's wrong yeah that's not right i remember saying you know you need to do hair strokes with the one rl it has to be a fine needle because it's a hair no you can do hair strokes with a magnum you don't know what you don't know and we're forever increasing our knowledge we should be if it's diminishing then we're doing something wrong we should always be improving you know i should be a better artist at the end of this year than i was at the beginning of this year i should be improving all of us should be um, but it's just being careful where you take your knowledge um, and i always say that if you know that you're taking it from experts you've got a much better chance of um of getting where you want to be quicker without making mistakes and again when we're talking about permanent excellence I believe that every single artist starts out and wants to create beautiful work. Nobody ever gets into this industry and thinks, I'm gonna mash up people's faces, I'm gonna give them stupid brows that all the friends laugh at, I'm gonna scar them, and they'll probably have to get laser, and I'm gonna charge them not enough money for it. Nobody does that, nobody does. We get into this, some people get into it just for the money and they won't last long because it's bloody hard work, C.1. <laughs> hours and hours on latex to get good results, yep. So um, those people will fall by the wayside because they're gonna actually realize it's bloody hard work to be um, successful and to earn in this. You can earn great money. You can earn more than, um, more than doctors and lawyers, but you're gonna have to put the work in. I honestly believe that everyone starts out 
to create great work. People come into this industry thinking, this looks like a wonderful job, and it is. It really is. We get to create beautiful art and make people happy. I mean, what, what a wonderful job. And any of you that do this will know how wonderful it feels to hand a client at the end of it and just see their, their face light up. It's wonderful. You know, if you could bottle that feeling and sell it, you would be a millionaire. It's fabulous. I think all of us get into this job because we want to help people and we want to create great work. Um, I think some fall by the wayside because they try and do it too quick and too cheap. Um, and that's where the problem lies and, and they don't know what they're doing wrong because the person that taught them probably didn't know what they're doing wrong. Um, but we all get into this to produce excellent permanent makeup. So what can you do? So the first thing is to choose your education properly. Choose a really great thorough course. It should be in person a long time. You know, it should be a long time. My course is days and days and days before you even meet me. You've got to have done, I think it works out at sort of like 200 sets of brows on paper before you even come to me. And you've got to do latex work before we even start your training. Because I want that hand trained because if in a few days time you're gonna be working on a model, if you've not been doing what I do and <laughs> drawing eyebrows in the shower, you're just not gonna be there. You're not gonna have that, that muscle memory that you need in your hand. So a really, really thorough course, because I tell you what, if you don't invest in it, you're gonna pay later. You will pay later. Pay cheap, pay twice. So you don't wanna to have to do your fundamentals again. So invest in really good fundamental training. Um, and when you leave me, you still have to go away and practice on, on latex over and over again until you're turning out perfect sets of brows. Because once you get on people and you've got someone moving, you've got somebody's skin getting all lymphy and, you know, and you're shaking there, then that's much harder. That muscle memory needs to be cemented into those hands. So the other thing I would say is make sure that your training comes with live models. So demo models, but also you need to have done that work in the presence of your tutor. So good fundamental training, and then the acceptance that you're gonna be working really, really hard. What you put in is what you're gonna get out. Those amazing masters didn't come that way just because they were lucky, or just because they were born that way, they put the work in. Um, that's it. I remember, what is it? Um, it was a famous athlete and he was training on Christmas Day. <laughs> Went training on Christmas Day and someone said to him, do you really think that's gonna give you the edge? And he went, no, but I just know that my competitors aren't doing it. Um, that's all I did, worked harder and harder and harder than anyone else, and still do, still do. Um, and never, never, ever stop working <laughs> and trying to better and push myself forward. So um, the shortcut, mentorship, further education, but, further education has a limit to. No mentorship, no further education, no new course is going to take the place of you putting in that hard work. Nobody can make you do that. And I've had this before with people that have come and trained with me and then gone away going, I've still not got it and I'm, you know, I'm so frustrated because I've spent all this money. It's like, money doesn't give you that ability 
you have to do the work. And in that course that I'm thinking of, I'd said you need to change your machine and you need to move your hand like this and those things haven't been done and it's like well then it, that's my advice <laughs> that's why you're wrong and then once we got that sorted magically it all started to work so you are going to have to take those courses and that further education and that mentorship and put them into practice implement work harder so here's a challenge for all of us how about we just put that little bit extra time into our latex or or any part of your business whether it's posting more on social media an extra couple of posts here and there engaging with your clients more doing some different templates learning some new brow techniques um, trying different needle types for lips on latex working for three hours at a time and just see how it improves and just see how much different your work looks um, I remember moving on to Nano. I did that at the beginning of lockdown. And I just did brow after brow after brow. And at first it's like trying to handle a bucking bronco. And I was moving from microblading to machine and that's so much harder because a microblade is still and a machine isn't. And that's why so many people quit on Nano. You can't quit, you've just gotta keep going and going and going. And eventually that machine will become like an extension of your hand and you'll just be able to do beautiful smooth lines. So don't quit, put more time in more time so thank you so much for joining me today and i hope that this has given you a bit of encouragement and um i kind of like harking back to the fact that i was a little bit shit <laughs> in the beginning um i never did shit brows i did shit brows on latex <laughs> i did my, my trainer would never have let me loose on a client um, if i was that bad but it was hard for me it was not easy for me i think a lot of people come to me and go oh this is really difficult it was it was difficult for me as well I just put more hours in. Um, so if you're seeing someone successful, it means they've worked. They've put the hours in. So let me know if that was helpful. And also let me know um, other things that you'd like to talk about on this podcast. So it's going to be coming out every two weeks and keep striving for permanent excellence. <laughs>